Hello and welcome to Mastermind Growth, where we share the wisdom, the insights and the stories from business owners. My name is John Cassidy Rice, and I had the pleasure to be your host for this week's podcast. I'm your local Federation of Small Businesses membership advisor, meeting and supporting local businesses from all industries. And today I had the pleasure to have Chris with us. Hello, Chris. Hello, John. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm fabulous. Thank you. Thanks for taking the time to do this. I know life gets busy. Yeah, it's a bit hectic, which is, I shouldn't be complaining about at this time of the day or even the year or even in the situation. (laughs) So no, no complaints. Excellent. So tell us about what you do, Chris. Uh, Effectively, I work for a company called Palm Print. And uh, you might just say, ah, another printing company. It's it's not, we're a bit more than that. We we do digital printing. So we're we're all about sort of fast response, quick turnaround and... uh, yeah, trying to do things a little bit differently. So there's a lot of aspects of things like personalization that you can do in digital print that you can't do in life. So yeah, so we're a bit of a, a specialist in that that sort of respect and have a niche there. Excellent. I will find out a little bit more about that in a moment, but I'd always love to hear. Uh, and it's so exciting, the dogs are barking in the background. Oh, isn't that typical? See, you, you try to set it all up nicely. The doorbells, the dog goes. Well, you can tell it's live anyway. Oh, definitely, yes. So we've had a cat on one of the uh, shows, so uh, we need to have a cat. <laughs> so I always love the to hear... Dog's Rio, by the way. Oh, hello, Rio. We'll get you on your own show at some yeah. point. Yeah. So I always love to hear your story, Sorry. how you got to where you you got to. So are you happy to share some of your journey with us? Yes. Yeah. How, how much time have we got? So 15 <laughs> minutes. Okay. I'll do the shortened version then. Uh, <laughs> um, essentially, I, I started off my working life back in the 70s. So that was way before the internet and anything like that came along. And I worked here with an advertising agency, started off in traffic control, which was really looking after the studio. And in those days, you know, one of the core areas was print, uh, you know, print and, and trade press advertising and TV and radio and things like that. So, yeah, so in terms of print, uh, I, you know, I started back quite a way, way ago. Um, but uh, now we've moved forward a bit in time and have worked through a number of other companies, other agencies. Oh, I did a spell with Walt Disney as well for a little while in publicity. Um, and then got back into... Uh, the advertising world and then a printing company in Dorchester called uh, GWP so it's Great Western Printing Company that sort of morphed into the marketing by design group and uh, at that, that stage we were then blending design with print so instead of a lot of companies then it was just you're a printing company or you're a designer or advertising agency we actually had the best of both worlds at that stage and we were working with companies like Multisoft and Tetra both of them in uh, accounting software, and they both got bought by Sage, funnily enough. So I lost out there. But uh, yeah, moving on from you know, sort of where GWP and marketing by design went, I then went on and uh, started a company with my brother. So we were both working in a similar field, and we developed from there still a lot of print. Uh, going through but at that stage computers were starting to arrive so this is sort of mid late 80s and uh, my brother couldn't stand it so he, he disappeared off to France and opened a bar over there I'm not sure who got the best deal out of it anyway <laughs> I, I kept it going and um, 
yeah, slowly the internet came along. And I say slowly because in those days when with uh, ISDN, when a, a one meg file used to take 20 minutes, we were sort of almost whooping and hollering and, and cheering and running around the room. And of course, nowadays, if, if it doesn't, if it's not with you in, in you know, nanos, you're sort of computer against the wall thinking, why aren't you quicker? <laughs> so yeah, so we got, got into computers and uh, really now I've got up to speed, worked in sort of online marketing for a while and then had some time out before joining Palm Print just over four years ago now. Uh, so digital print is the way forward. We're going dealing with direct mail and such and using things like AR, which is augmented reality. I don't know if you've heard of that. Yeah. And obviously the QR codes, which have come back into vogue again, not through the nicest possible need, but uh, through, through the uh, applications through COVID and the NHS, but it's, it's another aspect of what we deal with. So that's the potted history. All right, fab. And print has gone through a huge change. I I start, I went to college and did a, a BTEC in print and design. And we we had to use the old fonts where you put one wow. letter in wow. at a time. So, so what time is that? Oh, that, that was probably sort of um, late 80s. Oh, you, oh, you were working in letterpress. Oh, wow. Yes. Yeah, no, brilliant. Yes, so that's, uh, I think I remember going down to Bournemouth Echo and seeing them setting things up down there and sort of the way they worked. Yeah. So I think a lot of people predicted sort of the end of print, but I think it's come back stronger and reinvented itself. Yes. I, I think, um, like we say, Hugh is the MD at the Palm Print has always kept up with the technology side. He decided to go with it rather than fight against it. And he started off in life and went with the flow and, and kept up to date and going digital and yeah i think it's opening up a lot of new areas for people that possibly they would had overlooked or ignored in some respect you know email marketing came along and that's it everybody thought well this is it you know instead everybody's going to be just using email marketing and pointing people to websites and things like this but they're, they're finding out that there's other aspects of print that can actually help enhance your brand and your image and uh, give you better reserve results and returns on investment. So as, as I mentioned before, things like AR and QR are, are certainly areas that people can work with to help supplement their online activity. You can't so think how, of it as being on its own. Yes. So how is artificial intelligence affecting print then? So how, how does that work? Uh, well, all, it's not artificial intelligence. AR oh, is augmented reality. Sorry, my fault. That's all right. Uh, that's okay. <laughs> I thought I'd missed something now. <laughs> ahead of me. Uh, no, with augmented reality, it's a bit like, you know, there's a, the big thing with Pokemon not so long ago where oh, yes. people were rushing around, pointing their phones at nothing. And you thought, what on earth are they doing? But what they were seeing was an image. They were capturing images, which were being triggered by other, other elements. So augmented reality is a bit like that. It's, it enables you to program an image. And when people point their, their sort of internet-friendly phones at it, or smartphones, it will actually come to life in some respects. You can either get imagery coming to life or it can start trigger a different things like you can run videos or the telephone immediately connected with the company 
me that uh, entry. So that that's a bit of the the AR side, and obviously QR codes we all know about. Hopefully yeah. now, because we're all on contact tracing and, and things like that. Uh, that opens up lots of possibilities. It does. Um, at the moment, you probably need quite decent budgets to really implement them. The likes of Nike. Coca-Cola and such like, catch on more. Yes. So there's a small business thinking there's possibly an advantage. It's asked to identify you and start showing you stuff that you want to see. So if this is a small business thinking that actually there could be an advantage of um, using print where everybody's on email, what are some of the things they would consider? Um, well, in terms of, say, direct mail, if you, if you know your customers really well, and this is what's really important, is the uh, knowing your audience, um, having good data, obviously GDPR compliant. If you've got good data and you can second identify the, the areas where you can apply a personalization, careful planning, put together campaigns that really uh, address maybe a, a particular issue that might be almost unique to that one person. Um, small examples we had somebody come along one day, it was, you think it's a simple sort of business, but doing gutterings and fascias and cleaning you know, windows and things like that. And he wanted a way to, to actually make something a bit more personal to, to put through doors to his potential marketplace. So we put together a little a leaflet for him. What we did was he went out and he got off Google's individual photographs of each of the properties he was going to mail to. And we were able to integrate those through the use of the, the database into the print run. So every one of the leaflets was different, had a different image on it, which was the person's house. And therefore, he was able to put it through uh, the individual's doors. And we go, gosh, I've got a picture of my house on this, this, this flyer. How on earth did you do that? So it opened up engagement. It opened up a few queries as well, because one or two people said, oh, how dare you use my house for advertising, you know, all down the, the street. It's, yes. It didn't actually work that way. It was all done individually. So that's a very sort of simple application. Uh, the potential of that is uh, again huge advantage and from a traditional print what would be rough percentage increase in price of doing something that personalized uh if, if you're using traditional print it's almost impossible because in, in litho terms you, you know you'd have to make individual plates you'd have to stop the press well every sheet of paper you, it's yeah. just not possible whereas it's part of the software from our point of view it's all integrated at, at a point of print really so it all becomes part of the job and uh, the, yeah we just send it down through through the uh direct and things and uh, out it shines the other end all right excellent. what are some of the things you, you said your careful planning is going to be key so what would be some of the key things to keep in mind when planning something like this it's about the individual choices so if we use let's say use an example of uh like a car dealership in respect of what are the variables so maybe as you're gathering your data so you've got names and addresses and things like that but you might want to you might find out that they've got a family that they like a particular color they like particular interior colors and things like that 
for a, for a car company to have brochures that incorporate all those different things sat there on the desk waiting to be handed over, virtually impossible. But by gathering the right set of information, if you find out, oh yeah, these people love blue, they like white leather interior with red piping, and they need a couple of car seats for the kids because they're a certain age or what have you. That information can be fired up line overnight, say, and it's implemented with the actual program that says, right, okay, it's selected this, you know, knows what their names are, you've selected the, the colour they like, the blue, the light white leather, and red piping on it. And actually it pulls those images in from it's all pre you know, there's a big database of this imagery and specialist aspects. And that's all pulled together into a brochure. So you can alter imagery as well as the content in terms of text. So you can dress the people, you can talk about their children, you can then change the images accordingly. And that can be out in the post, say, the following day. Lands on the person's desk uh, and uh, they open it up. It goes, it's got our names, it talks about the car we like, the colour it is, the interior that we like, the engine type, you know, all those sorts of things. You've got a real personalised documentation. So who are you going to turn around to and go back to in, in case of when you're reacting to that and go, God, I really love the, you know, the, the attention to detail, the, the way they've taken care to note down everything. And then you're presenting it back to us. You know, wow, that's amazing. It, you know, it really does uh, sort of, not say knock your socks off, but or blow your socks off, but it, <laughs> the impact it can have is very memorable. And that's what you need is being memorable and then if it helps the next stage of engagement in terms of going back to them and saying, how did you do that? Oh, well, then you're into a conversation. Yes. And it, I think people like something tangible in their hands as well. I think it does make a difference. That yeah, tangible, um, te texture, you know, different feels and touch is still very important and having special finishes. You can have gold foil, silver foil. We do we do digital foil, in fact, so that even things like the wedding invitations and, and place settings or even just general parties, what have you, everything, can, again, can be personalised and their names can be written in silver and, and things like that as well. And again, people go, how on earth did you manage to write, you know, do everybody's names in silver? Because in foil blocking terms, that, again, is huge cost. Yes. And if you print it individually, there's less wastage. So is there a carbon footprint saving? There is. Um, in terms of when you're not throwing away all those leaflets that you've had to print just to get the unit price down. Uh, my mantra is minimum quantity is one. You, you don't have to print any more than one if that's all you need. If that's going to do the job for you, then great. You know, why, why print thousands and have, have them in brown boxes propping open doors? Um, it's print what you need. Uh, we, we're tied in with our paper manufacturers to uh, support carbon capture. Uh, the printing process doesn't waste paper as such. You're not having to do lots of run-up sheets as you would in Lytho. And it's very quick turnaround. So there's, there's reduces wastage as well. Excellent. So there's somebody listening to this and they're thinking to themselves, that sounds just what I need to maybe get into print. Uh, I didn't realise it could be that personalized to each of my customers and i would like to have a conversation with you chris how would they contact you well the the best place is uh you can email me at chris at palmprint.co.uk 
you can obviously phone us on 01202546880 or go to the website, uh, which is uh, palmprint.co.uk. Uh, another advantage with the website for those that are have got artwork ready, that they know it's good and, and what have you, there's even greater savings to be made if you can place work directly through the, the website. So again, go and have a visit, go and see the, the sort of rates you can get and the prices you can get for various items. But if you're stuck, if you want to ask questions, we're always here. It's, you know, please ask. It's, we're the same people, whether it's the end of the website or on the end of the phone. Excellent. And we'll put your information on our website to help people find you. Brilliant. Thank you very much, John. Excellent. Thank you for sharing your passion, your story about print and uh, about your journey into print and your uh, little foray into Walt Disney and um, your tips for uh, printing. <laughs> it's been a, a great insight. Thank you very much, John. I really appreciate your time. Oh, it's been a real pleasure. So this has been a podcast by business owners for business owners. And until next time, see you soon. See you later, Chris. Yeah, cheers, John. Bye. The Federation of Small Businesses with practical help for business owners such as free business banking. No charges for everyday banking services such as paying in checks and cash. It also includes a free change facility so you can always have enough coins and notes when you need it most. Any questions, contact me at john.cassidy-rice at fsb.org.uk.